Sparks, it is your turn for the Fake Nerd Spook Club. Yeah, baby. Take it away. I picked out Victor Lavelle's Destroyer, uh, illustrated by Dietrich Smith uh, with Joanna LaFuente um, on uh, colors. And this is a spiritual successor to Frankenstein, this, uh, the novel by Mary Shelley. This treats that novel as 100% having been the history of this world. That's what happened. And this is the follow-up to that story. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it takes place in 2017. Um, so many, many years after the events of Frankenstein. And the creature is still out in the Antarctic. Because uh, that's where he was left off in the books. And he gets pulled back into man's world. And, uh, and encounters Frankenstein's descendants are doing some, some shit that's a little too close to home for him. Uh, and, uh, I thought this was really good. What'd you guys think? Obviously. We're gonna dig it. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, it didn't wow me like, a, like I kind of wanted it to, but there's nothing wrong with not wowing. Um, it was a, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Solid read. I love like stuff with the creature. Um, there's bits where, you know, he kills many humans sometimes on accident. Um, accidentally kills these pigs. So that was a good moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I had fun with it. Uh, the ending definitely went into a way that I wasn't, wasn't expecting. Um, I do. One of the characters I really enjoyed was the mom, Josephine and how she, kind of slips even though i feel like her madness is justified in a way at the same time it's like okay you gotta put a stop to this somewhere and i i really liked how uh because this came out i this came out in 2017 i liked how topical it was especially how it's pretty topical three years later but also i enjoyed the twist on the frankenstein how there's got that that logo of the of the it, i feel like it's some like government agency or environment the, of lab, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've seen that logo before on a government agency thing. I can't remember, but I I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I like this book a whole lot. Uh, it goes right into everything I love about comics. Like, what does it mean to have a soul and and, and cloning and all that shit? And uh, Josephine Baker. This is the second time we've actually talked about Josephine Baker on this podcast recently because she showed up. She's a dancing lady from the I Am Hippolyta mm-hmm. episode. Um, so it's cool that she's name dropped uh she's the name of this character too um oh, and justine baker is also the name of the famous jazz singer from the 1920s no that's what i'm talking that's, about that's, that's who who i'm talking, talking about, about. she just, was in love country i just got that my god yeah um that, i think that's really cool um i think this book is is mm-hmm. is is like what you do a, a like 21st century sequel to frankenstein it is it is taking that concept um, and just making it modern in every way you can and making it about, about a black family. Um, and, and the, the, the things that Josephine does that she thinks is, is okay. Clearly it's, 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 yeah, she might be justified cause her son's dead, but, uh, she's, she's created a monster. I did um, like the line. I did like the line when the two agents were going to her house and he's talking about like, you know, Lincoln and how, and everything that happened with Lincoln. And someone was like, she's not Abraham Lincoln. He's like, I just don't want to be John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, I don't want to because she is she is a genius. Like she is she has created another another Frankenstein through her son in a way. Um, yeah, and like this agency wants her. Uh, the, the director wants her. Um, she went rogue or whatever. Um, 
Yeah, I think she didn't go rogue. She's just like, I'm out because I'm having a kid. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. They basically she wasn't. She wasn't. She was out. I feel like she was outed because she had a kid. The the director. Yeah, you're right, Ben. The director was like, you can leave. Yeah, the director really joined me, and the second Joe says I'm pregnant, she's like, "Oh, what a blessing! This is you must be so happy. Please see yourself uh, out." She felt that that she put the age she felt she put life over the agency, which is mm-hmm. not what the director wanted from her. Right, and I and I uh, my my only point being like, yes, the director said that. I I do think that like, just from the way Josephine talks about it throughout the book, that it is uh, it is also something she kind of knew would happen the yeah. moment she was pregnant. Yeah, uh, that that if she was going to have a kid she was going to be out of the lab and it was a choice mm-hmm. she was making and, and she made it willfully and consciously. What, what I absolutely love about this book is, is uh, uh, Josephine's morality and how her zombie son is the thing that's keeping her human mm-hmm. because she, she is, she is the, she is the destroyer. She is the monster. Um, and she will destroy anything to keep her son safe. That's why it's, that's what the book's called. Um, there's a scene where like, she's, she basically might, might kill these people and, um, and her son, Akai, is it Akai? I think it's Akai. Yeah, uh, her Akai. son uh, says, these men aren't those men who who hurt me, mom. You didn't raise me to be this way. And she's like, you're right. You you are the better me. And I think that's like, that is so strong. And especially at the end, like this, making this an entire family book about making the bride also mm-hmm. the dad. I thought that was so sick. And having like the white streaks on the on the robot, it's such an interesting way of doing that concept. Yeah. Um, and like what it, what what that company does to the dad itself and it's like all that stuff uh i thought it was that was wild i really yeah. liked it like when yeah. the dad, when it's when it's revealed that the dad is the bride and it's the robot because i thought it was going to be another uh frankenstein monster type creature that was like you know the bride of frankenstein yeah instead it's a robot who's akai's dad and i'm like mm-hmm. that's new yep that's interesting and i actually dig it um the uh the the agent's who were b- brutally killed. Uh, their names yeah. are Agent Shelley and Agent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's real good. That's real funny. Like Agent Shelley is yeah. like, hmm, I wonder who you're named after. Yeah. yeah. Um, I-, I think the cloning stuff with-, with Victor Frankenstein is super interesting. I'm really <laughs> glad about how it played out because I'm like, this can't work. If this works, it's dumb. Yeah. Because he can't the monster, be alive. the monster hated victor when it got to the end of the story mm-hmm. and he didn't care about the fact that he died so he can't care about that like it can't get to him it can shock him for a moment but i'm like this cannot work so when he bursts through the wall after like immediately like nah nope that is so brilliant <laughs> so yeah. good also, uh, i do really love how how that how that's built up where joe is showing the director is like three printing has been around since 1983 but I have a version that that can 3D print biological matter. So here's a chicken. But the problem is the chicken only lives for like 10 seconds, but then it just decomposes. Oh, my God. Um, I like, really like- oh, uh, and, uh, Go ahead. And one of the things I love about that setup is that we get Victor Frankenstein, how he was like 3D printed. And then he sees another one being printed right in front of him. He's, and he finally says... I live, I have consciousness. Why? And then he just instant, and then they push a button, kill him instantly. That's the shit yeah. I love, man. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. Like what, what makes him any less of a person than you? Uh, that's not, that's not so wild. Um, the, I think the ending, uh, when, when, uh, Frankenstein Jr. Has to fight Frankenstein, sorry, the monster Jr. Um, he's like, my mother said, I'm the only one who could kill you. Once you were sewn together, let's see what happens when I undo all your strings. And he, and he, in a very Franklin Richards-esque way, just like dematerializes him into existence until yeah. he's just like a watchman, uh, uh, like skeletal, a uh, muscle thing. 
Um, and he's like, goodbye, because, brother. Uh, because Akai has this control with nanobots that yeah. he can use. Again, 21st century, like, how do you bring people back? It's like through nanotechnology and stuff. And this is very similar to the video game Outlast, who that's a whole game about them trying to do crazy experiments about immortality and how do you do it? It's through nanotechnology. So it's a game about you fighting ghosts, but spoilers, it's not ghosts, it's and nanomachines. It's wild. It's really cool. Um, I really like the slow reveal at the beginning of the book where um, Josephine is talking to her computer voice and you don't know who that voice is for the mm -hmm. first chunk of pages. Yeah. Uh, you later find out that it is the voice of her son. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really good reveal, especially with the dream. I thought the dream was haunting where she's remembering a time with him with the earthworm and then he turns and it's the voice from the car. You still don't know it's supposed to be yeah. Kai's voice and it's just like the slack-jawed zombie face, but like, it's like, I'm turning the I'm volume you up. know that the volume, <laughs> yeah, that I'm waking you up. You up. Yeah. It's haunting, man. Um, really, really good stuff. I think all the stuff with the monster is done really well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, every bit of his callousness towards mankind. And how he, uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, this is like, like, like you brought up the scene, Brandon, where he like he accidentally kills a pig. There's multiple scenes where he 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 doesn't mean to do this, but it just keeps happening to him because he's too strong. Uh, the scene the scene where he uh, is going through the wall at the border. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, and, he, and and it had shown the flashback to when he was being chased by villagers, and yeah. he said, "Please, I just need help." And he got cut off by an arrow to the throat, and then he's pulling down the wall he, on all these people who followed him. He buries all these five Mexicans, people. And it's falling on them, and the one little kid is like, please, I just need help, and just buried under it. The monster's mm -hmm. just moving forward. Very tragic. Um, yeah. I thought that was very good, strong representation of who the monster still would be yeah. at this point, if you are taking yeah. the novel as as the true fiction. Uh, the way that the monster learns about these these things being done through the iPad is really good. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that was a nice way for the monster to just get like pissed off and activated. I love the whole opening with the whalers and everything. Oh yeah, because he's connected with nature. And in there, and and the whaler lady's like, "Please join us. You would you would help us so much." Because he then... destroys that boat, and there's that one bit where like he's covered in the blood and he's swimming under the water, and you just see like a blood silhouette yeah, of him. I love that. Towards the ship, and they're like, "Oh boy, <laughs> my, my favorite quote. Like, he's coming this way. Oh yeah. lord, he's coming. It's like a, a zombie shark." Um, my favorite quote is when the whole family's together and it's issue five or six or whatever, but um, Akai's on the slab and then you got, you got the bride and you got uh, a Joe uh, and uh, uh, the dad is, is calls Joe a monster and she's like, is that what you're calling me? And the dad's like, I wouldn't blame you for falling apart after what happened. And she says, I didn't fall apart. I turned to steel just like you did. And mm -hmm. he actually turned to steel where she, where she, you know, uh, uh, emotionally turned emotionally steel. and i'm uh, like oh my god it's yeah. just one little panel with comics can oh, i love it it's so good um it's such a it really feels like yo if frankenstein were written today this is how it would be um yeah. just obviously in graphic novel they, form. they do a great job of it um uh the the story with akai is that akai was shot by a police officer because a probably white woman called and said that she saw a 18 to 19 year old black uh man with a rifle with a rifle and he came back from really him baseball practice with a baseball bat uh yeah. from baseball dude practice. the stuff and he was shot the stuff with his dad where his dad goes to the cop, to the cop and yeah. uh puts the nanobot into him and says at any point at any time i can take you out yeah this is already more mercy uh, and thought than you gave to my what, son but that that is is all, two seconds what's, so is what's also is is that he's at a park he, the, the the cops at a park with his daughter and this guy's immobile, and he's like, "I wonder, is that your daughter over there in the glasses? I wonder what what she think about what I'm about to do to you." And like, that's horrifying. And even he, even he says, "Like, I'm glad you never got to see what I became, Akai." 
And I'm like, man, that's that's the shit I live for. That's so that's so that's mm-hmm. so sad. Yeah. Or even the, the part because he actually does go to the daughter because it's revealed. I want to say in the next book, in the next in next issue, issue six, maybe six or five, one of those two, where we see the conclusion of that. Because I thought, oh my god, is he going to go kill his daughter as revenge? Yeah. But he goes back and is like, oh, she was very nice and warm and open to me. At least you yeah. didn't totally mess up in in that way. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and when then, he leaves the, the one machine with him, and he's like, "I'll I'll kill you." So yeah. that's Um, it's it, yeah. There's just a lot of good stuff. I think all the whole arc with the dad, the fact that the dad, uh, she's Josephine, really resents pliers uh, because he didn't follow her out of the lab, and uh, the reason is because the director would have uh, hurt them. Yeah, hurt yeah. his family if he didn't stay. Um, so. He Akai's had to design stick around for their protection. Yeah. Uh, at least that's how he felt. Uh, Josephine doesn't feel that way, but that's how he felt. I really like Akai's uh, uh, the way he looks. It's like it's like a very cool, I, his design is really like good. 21st century, like like Nano Frankenstein. I, yeah. I like her tech suit in the end too. Also, she's got the rogue the rogue strand of hair. Like I'm always a fan of that. Yeah. Um, I really like uh, Akai trying to connect with the monster, and then they kind of botch it. Yeah. Uh, because Josephine gets too proactive against him. Um, when she starts to really lose her grip on everything. I really like her visualizing herself as like a uh, a god in the future, like how everyone will look up to her. She she clearly does end up in mentally in this in a similar space to where Victor was yeah. uh, when Victor uh, got to, to the end of the book. She but, even says, um, I'm, I'm past the point of redemption. Like it's too late for me. Yeah, he has a she has a great uh, part where she's saying how uh uh, all the stuff with her past and stuff. I oh. came here to lay waste to the, is this the part? Hold on. Um, yeah. Uh, she talks about her whole past where she had to pretend that it was okay, that because she did better than the other students, she was mistreated for it, having to always climb the ladder. I don't owe this country a damn thing except the same hate it's always given me, which is very pointed at the the black part of this story, which I think is really effective and, yeah. and like lends a lot to uh, her connection to Victor through Victor was doing what he was doing in her in her uh, belief out of grief mm-hmm. uh, for the loss of his mom. And she's doing what she's doing because she's been pushed too far and she has a whole lot more history behind that. And I think that's executed really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I just really enjoyed this. I thought this was really good. I also uh, just really like that. She she does merge her consciousness into him when she dies. Yeah, when she's I love it. Monster. Mm-hmm. That's great. And like it, in, in like point two seconds. So she's the yeah. voice in his ear and she tells him to go to places like uh uh, the bust of Jean-Baptiste Pointe du Sable, uh, the black man who founded Chicago, um, and think about why that isn't taught in schools, um, who benefits from your ignorance. Mm. And she reiterates the who benefits from your ignorance part, which I really like that it leaves you in a place of like, you know, recognize. Uh, I, I just like them bringing the attention to it. Yeah. Um, I, I just thought this was all done really well. I really like the the look of the monster is very true to the description in the book. So I really appreciate that. Um I think his involvement is done pretty per- pitch perfect, I think, yeah, for why he's there, what he's doing. I don't think it's ever messed around with. And I like how powerful he's represented to be. How Super strong. He is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is just a really solid, solid story. I think this was a great like uh, Frankenstein, too. Yeah, I, um, I think if this were like official canon yeah like this would be this would be totally dope i would believe this yeah 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 